0: The format is ever so slightly different. It is a little bit longer. And during this episode, which is a huge, deep dive, massive piece of free podcast education, during this episode, I'm going to break off for about 90 seconds to recommend a podcasting tool that I think will help you. And at the end, hey, Mark here, and I'm calling in before today's episode with a little favour to ask if I may please You see, today I'm changing the format of the Podcast Accelerator. I'm trialling a longer form deep dive episode, real specific actionable takeaways, and introducing my recommended podcast tool of the week. Now, the format is ever so slightly different. It is a little bit longer. And during this episode, which is a huge deep dive, massive piece of free podcast education, during this episode, I'm going to break off for about 90 seconds to recommend a podcasting tool that I think will help you. And at the end, stick around because there's a new section at the end, which is three actionable takeaways that you can implement today based on today's deep dive. So let me know what you think of this new format, please. That's the favour that I'm asking. You can do that on Twitter at Mr. Asquith. And you can get the written version of this over on my Twitter profile as well. Once again, that's at Mr. Asquith. And enjoy This episode of the Podcast Accelerator. Last week I was in Los Angeles for Podcast Movement Evolutions, and during that time I was lucky enough to make tracks up to Hollywood and spend a little time looking around the Oscars ceremony, albeit from a little bit of a difference. And the Oscars weren't the only big media awards ceremony to hit the town, because actually... Our very own little industry of podcasting, our very own tiny little teenager that is growing up and flourishing has now got its very own Oscars award ceremony. That's right, the Podcast Academy launched on stage at Podcast Movement Evolutions in Los Angeles, brought to the stage by Hernan Lopez of Wondery. But wait a second, wait a second, doesn't podcasting already have an academy? And an award ceremony. In fact, doesn't it already have a couple or three or maybe five or six or seven over the last 10 years, 15 years? Well, we've now got a new one. And I'm going to dig in today to what that means, my reactions to it, and just really how it's starting to feel like the podcast industry is changing. And I've been saying this for a while now, but I'm going to be digging into this in just a second. I'm, of course, Mark Asquith, the host of the Podcast Accelerator. and the CEO and co-founder of Rebel Base Media, where we make podcast technology, including podcast websites, Podcast Success Academy, the little stealthy little startup, productivity, and Captivate.fm, the world's only growth-oriented podcast host. And I want you to go and check that out for seven days free at Captivate.fm. Now, before I dig into the Podcast Academy, I want to just remind you that the show is brought to you by Aweber, the wonderful email marketing platform that I use to generate relationships and to build relationships with each and every listener that ends up interacting with me. So as an example of that, you might be thinking, well, Marco, why do I need email marketing for my show? Well, you know, the way that I use it personally is if you now go to markaskwith.com forward slash grow, you'll be able to grab nine unconventional ways to grow your podcast. That's markaskwith.com slash grow. And that is all powered by Aweber. It means that you get the download and it means that you will then get notifications of new episodes that are release, and you and I can interact via email. Now, I think you should be looking at this for your show as well. Okay. Don't leave listener relationships on the table. It's important not to do that. So go and check that out. markasquith.com forward slash Aweber. Aweber is my choice of email marketing platform. Now, let's dig into this. So we were at Podcast Movement Evolutions last week. We, we had a, a really insightful week, actually. We, we got into town. Sam and I got into town um, a, a few days early, last Sunday, and we spent some time in the Hollywood Hills, and we, we had a few meetings down in West Hollywood. We had a few meetings down in Beverly Hills talking podcasting, talking productivity, talking Captivate with, with uh, people that you know. I'm sure you would. And interestingly, you know, it was, it was sort of a, a, an interesting change of pace before, before podcast movement evolutions kicked off, because you know what conferences are like if you've ever been to them. They can be They can be fairly busy. They can be fairly crazy. They can really, you know, they can take the toll. They can they can really kind of wear you out. And you've got to be very very careful about making sure that you get what you need from these conferences. So, as we walked into the keynote hall one morning, I think it was the second morning, maybe Saturday morning, no Friday morning, of Podcast Movement Evolutions, we knew that hanan was speaking. So hanan Lopez is the the founder of Wondery, the CEO and founder of Wondery, and. We knew he was speaking and we knew kind of maybe somehow that he was probably going to announce something. But what we didn't expect was him to come on stage, give quite an interesting speech on, you know, podcasting, podcasting's past and podcasting's future, kind of billing himself as... uh, I wonder it as the big alien that's coming down and changing podcasting. And when he did that, he then went on to announce the Podcast Academy and the Golden Mics Award. The the, the idea that he was was bringing to the table was that this is now the Oscars of podcasting. And it was very, very interesting to be in the room. I could see people really smiling and getting into this, really nodding their heads saying, this is fantastic, this is what we need. And right next to them, I could see people shaking their head. And really feeling this was something that they'd missed out on, they were slighted on. And it got me thinking about it. You know, I've written about this a heck of a lot in the past. I've talked about indies versus, quote unquote, the business of podcasting. I've talked on this show and I've talked in my writing about podcasting going through its teenage years and growing up and and moving from being this industry, which is people being creators, into being a genuine industry, you know, where... Honestly, money rules the roost because that is what happens in movies, in film, in TV. It's what happens in, in in any other literature is that finance and revenue, you know, that rules the roost. That is what the industry is about. And so when Hernan, you know, when he introduced these Podcast Academy Awards, the Golden Mics. I could see both sides of the coin, and it got me thinking that look, you know some of the original people out there who were really frustrated by this you know because they 'd been running academies for a long time, there were Hall of Fame inductees in the room, and it, it was very, very clear that, that that even though the podcast academy was to be made up of individuals, you know, no corporates are allowed, even though I saw a tweet from um, a news outlet in podcasting claiming that they'd heard that organisations could be, uh, not inducted, but they they could become members of this academy. Um, Even though I saw that on Twitter, it it was very clear that the team behind the podcast academy want this to be like the Academy Awards, you know, the, the, the movie academy, where it is industry people. It is all about the people. It's not organisations just patting each other on the back, like, honestly, like some of the old awards felt like, okay? Now, I'm very interested in this idea that an individual would be the person that joins this new academy, that, you know, we get the vote. If you're a sound engineer, you can vote on the sound engineer class, you know? And and this idea of peerage, this idea of, of, of professionals voting for their peers, you know, it exists in every other industry. And it's kind of existed in podcasting. But being completely honest with you, in the past, I've been to award ceremonies at all of the major events over the last five, six, seven years. And every time I've been to one, it felt like (coughs) it just felt closed. It felt like if you were in the club, you could vote and you were patting each other on the back and you were winning the awards. If you weren't in the club, you never got a look and they didn't know you existed. Right or wrong. Whether, that, whether I'm accurate on that or not, that is how it felt. And, you know, regardless of whether that's right or wrong, you know, when you're running those kind of awards, you do have to understand that it's how you're making people feel that does have a huge impact. So regardless of whether that's fact or not, that is how that was making people feel. And I know I'm not the only one that felt that. So fast forward to this podcast academy now. You know, it was it was a funny scenario. You know, I, I like I said, I came into podcasting in 2013, um, really started attending events in 2014, 2015 time. And one of the things that I really, really enjoyed back in the day was the fact that all ships rise. You know, it was one of the industries where... I never felt like there were competition. You know, I run a hosting platform, Captivate.fm, and I've never felt like I'm in competition with the other hosts. In fact, you know, we spend time with them. And yeah, of course, you know, it gets back to me that some of the OG people are having a little whine about, you know, how we do things, changing up the models, getting some advisors on board. They don't like that, you know, so it gets back to me that they have a little whine behind my back, but ultimately to my face. And, you know, when we have beers, when we have drinks, we all get along. And it always felt like all ships rose in podcasting. Now it feels like there's this divide. And I've written about this over the last two years. This is not a new thing that I'm talking about here. I've written about this divide before. And there's a lot of people now saying, well, this divide's happening. It's been happening for a while. And the reason is very, very clear. Okay. Is that the reason is that You know, guys like you, guys like me, people like you and me who love podcasting for the ability to create something. And for my, you know, from my side of things, to be able to build a business, you know, we've bootstrapped Captivate, we've bootstrapped podcast websites. We've got a tiny little pre seed round for productivity, which is the first time we've ever, ever, ever raised any money for anything. All our businesses have been bootstrapped. You know, we do it because we love it. And we do it because we really enjoy doing it. And we, we, you know, we can see us helping, you know, each individual podcast, like the releases that we do every week with Captivate, they're huge. They help individuals out. And that's why we do it. It's why a lot of the OG, the old Guard do it. So why a lot of independent creators do what they do. But the fact of the matter is that all ships can't rise anymore. It's a sad fact that, yes, we all want podcasting to develop, but there are certain people and certain sides of the industry that inevitably want this industry to grow in different ways. So as an example of that, let's not make any bones about this. The big networks that have got investors, so use Wondery as an example, they create outstanding content, but they've gone through varying rounds of investment. Look it up. And when you've got investment like that, you have to show a return. And when you have to show a return, you are in it for the money. There is no doubt that if you're a Wondery or if you're another big content network, that you are building IP that you want to create not only into huge, big hit podcasts to generate millions of dollars in ad revenue, but you also want to option and license movie rights and TV rights and comic book rights and literature rights. This is not an accident. All right, this is not an accident and it goes against kind of this open nature of podcasting. You know, it goes against some of the original uh, tenets of podcasting. You know, the, the original kind of uh, just the original founding theses of podcasting where it becomes very very clear that you know, this open the open standards, yes, of course they will always exist. But Honestly, if you're a big business and you've got investment and you're throwing it into the podcasting industry, you probably don't care if all ships rise or not, like we always have done in the past. We've always cared about that. And we've always wanted everyone to benefit. But if you're coming in and you're wanting to generate ROI. You want to sap up as many listeners as you can. You probably don't care that listeners are tuning into other content networks. You want them to listen to your content and you want them to be listening on the platforms that give you the best chance of generating ROI. So all ships can't rise. All ships can't rise, okay? That is a fact of any business, okay? However, that doesn't mean that we, as the people who are still at the indie level, who are still making up the vast majority of podcasting, still can't keep the values that have made podcasting so special. It doesn't mean that we've got to forget what we're in it for. It doesn't mean that we've got to forget that we want all ships to rise. We've just got to understand that this is not podcasting's big brother coming in. And, you know, like I see a lot of people, a lot of the, um, some of the people that have been in the industry even longer than me, you know, posting out on Twitter and Facebook saying, oh, it feels like the podcast academy is coming in and saying, look, kids, we'll take it from here. Just, we've got to get over that. We've all got to calm down. You know, I was outside the room and there were so many people after the Academy announcement that were going and registering domains and going to register like these domains to try and have try and make a problem for these people and posting things on Twitter. I, it's just crazy. Like, calm down. We don't need to do that. Sure, we might feel slighted. And I get it. I understand. I'm with you. That when the Podcast Academy said... After the announcement that they were working on a way of honouring all previous Hall of Fame inductees, that was blatantly retconned. It was blatantly because of the backlash that they had. They then came out and said, oh no guys, we've not forgotten about you. Yeah, of course we're going to honour that. They blatantly weren't thinking that before the backlash and they added it in on Twitter, on Facebook, so that they could manage their brand. But if we are going to say to people like that, look, you've got to work with us, and I I completely believe that the people behind the academy, even though it's individually led, it's not a corporate thing, organisations can't join, they should, out of respect and courtesy, have gone to the people who ran all of the old awards, the people that ran all of the old Hall of Fame induction processes, they should have gone to them out of a courtesy and respect process. But if all we do is gather outside the room and register in a really almost embarrassing way, go and register variations on domains just so that we can say that we've done something and, and give ourselves a little power back. That is, not like, that is not good enough. We're better than this. What we should be doing is not slagging people off on Twitter. We should be opening genuine brand-led conversations. And we should also be looking at how outlets are reporting this, all right? So, thing you know, look look for your news in the right places. Look for the people that are fact-checking the news and are, and are putting the right news out there that has been fact-checked. Don't follow the news outlets that are, you know, that are posting conjecture because that doesn't help. It perpetuates things, okay? The industry is an industry. Money makes the world go round. And, yeah, we can be as altruistic as we want. We can be as open as we want. We can be as creative-focused as we want. And we are... But without that, without revenue, the industry can't grow. So we've got to look at how we, as the people that really care about the industry, handle these big things that make us feel slighted. Because it's our job to make sure all ships rise. Okay? There are going to be pirates out there. There are going to be people that don't want what we want. There are going to be people that generate revenue as a number one goal. And that is all right. That doesn't mean they're the villains. That does not mean they're the villains because everyone that's slating the fact that the industry is growing and the, you know the big leagues are coming in and taking over from us, the people that are slating that side of things all make money from the industry. They all make money from the industry. It is their living. So they need revenue as much as anyone else and they love revenue as much as anyone else. Sure, motivations might be also tinged with this all ships rise approach, but never forget that we all make money from this industry and we need it to grow. We want it to grow. All ships must rise. And just because someone comes in and yeah, does things quite different and sometimes quite wrong. The Podcast Academy should have gone to the people who were involved in the previous Academy Awards, the previous Hall of Famers. They should have done that. They shouldn't have pretended that they already considered it afterwards, after they'd been slated on Twitter. They shouldn't have pretended that they were always considering going back to these people. They should have owned it and said, do you know what? We made a mistake. This is our bad. We should have done something different. Okay? But they didn't do that. All right? They didn't do that. We, as people who care about that industry. We can't react how we react to everything. All right. Just think about that. We're better than this. All right. If we want all ships to rise, it's on us to make that happen. And by reacting through registering silly bloody domain names and slating people on Twitter is that is not the right way to do it. We're better than that. We're more professional than that. It's our job to lead from the front. All right. So we need to just all take heed of that, every one of us, okay? So that's just a bit of insight. It's just a bit of thought on on what I think uh, we should be looking at, okay? So it is our job to make all ships rise. That's my brain dump. Let me know what you think of the new Podcast Academy, the new awards. Let's go talk about that on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. Let's have a discussion on it. Uh, And thank you for joining me. And never forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel.